Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Assembly Room Ballroom. Please welcome a man who's got a duck bone to pick with Pizza Express. It's Richard Herring. Wow, there's people here and everything. There's people here. I can't believe it. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Lovely to see you. Thank you for coming. Uh, welcome to Richard Herring's Leaving Socialising to Others podcast that's t apostrophe others uh though i was hanging around with the cast of shrek the musical today they they put shrek in it they're the only ones who put shrek in it and it's thus the most successful show (laughs) at the end they call it rahalastapa so hopefully that's gonna (laughs) catch on my daughter went to see uh the adams family the musical there's two productions of that she went to see the one that was suitable for eight-year-olds and she's excited because she's only seven and a half (laughs) Uh, and it was very good, apparently, so I think the same guys do Shrek the musical. So, you know, give it a, give it a look. Check it out. Could be good. Who knows? Uh, I've been inside all the time. Uh, I watched, because uh, I'm looking after my children, it's a terrible, awful fringe for me I, I'm having. And it's so hot. It's, 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 it's horrible. This, this isn't the Edinburgh, I know. Uh, I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail last night. Very good. Uh, five stars. Uh, nearly 50 years old, that film, and I can still do most of it off by heart. I did say I was going to do Joseph and Technical Dreamcoat without rehearsal or looking at the script. I think I could probably do quite a lot of Holy Grail without looking at the script. Uh, my, my bit, I've been, there's two posters that have annoyed me during the Edinburgh Fringe. One of them is uh, for the outside Pizza Express on the, by the bridge. Uh, there's, uh, there's an advert for their new duck-based pizza, which uh, I think is the worst uh, joke I've ever seen on any poster anyway. It says, who let the ducks out? Which is not a good pun. <laughs> ducks does not sound like dogs in any way, but also it just leaves you thinking, well, because someone shot them and put them on a pizza, so they're in a, they're in a lot of... Whoever did it is in a lot of trouble when their parents come home. Does not put me in the mood for eating a pizza. Who let the ducks out so they could be eaten and fucked? And, uh, and then I, the other, the other, um, no offence to this, uh, I think they're an Australian uh, production team who've, uh, I'll just get the poster up so I get it exactly right. This poster's been, it's for a show called The Anniversary. Um, and its tagline is, it's Mr. Bean meets The Shining. Um, LAUGHTER 
much. I think it just... That's, who's that going to appeal to? That would ruin... That would ruin both things. If you like Mr Bean and it turns into The Shining, so if you like The Shining and Mr Bean's in it, that fucking wrecks it. I don't want to... It's the absolute worst tagline. Uh, though it is a film that James A. Caster has lived. So uh, it's, it's lived through. <laughs> so, you know... He knows what it would be like. Uh, thank you very much for coming uh, to the show. And we're going to crack... We've got a lovely guest for you. He's been on many times. I don't know what I'm going to talk to him. Someone's left already. That's the cast of the anniversary storming out. Or, or Rowan Atkins. That'd be terrible if it was Rowan Atkins. Or James A. Castor. Come just... I thought, I'll come and see my friend Ed Campbell. Are they really friends? We're going to find out. Uh, my, my guest today is probably best known for coming in last place. <laughs> on Taskmaster champion of champions will you please welcome Ed Campbell ladies and gentlemen here he is there he is (laughs) last place (laughs) yeah I got him I got it I got you you got me I got you (laughs) You, you got me last time, but yeah. I got me last time. But now I got you. Yeah, I got. Yeah. But I'm going to get you. <laughs> Just you wait. I'm going to get see you. If you get me, I don't think you're going to get. Me. Hello, everyone. It's Ed Gamble. How's that? How's Edinburgh going for you, Ed? Oh, I love it. You having a good time? Absolutely love it. I've been good. here three days. I go home on Monday and <laughs> fuck the whole thing, <laughs> but in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, it's nice doing a short run. Oh, it's great. Oh. I love being... I used to hate those guys, mm. the short-run guys. Yeah. And now I'm a short-run guy. <laughs> it feels amazing to piss on everyone from a great height. <laughs> you've got to really do the castle. If you really want to piss on everyone, oh, you've got to do yeah. the castle for the last weekend. That's, that was the worst one. <laughs> Some act, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he went on to do very well. Uh, booked out the castle, Edinburgh Castle, on the last day of the Fringe. Do you remember that one? I do remember, do remember that one. Um... Well, look, I, they, they don't. They don't. It was Ricky. It was Ricky. It was Ricky Gervais. Um, it was Ricky Gervais. He's done. All, he's done okay since then. That was. Uh, you were mentioned in my new book. Oh, can thank I have you. my ball back? Great. Um, as the man, I, I'm struggling to see where I might be mentioned within that book. <laughs> I blame you for. Uh, I was the surgeon. Did anyone know that? <laughs> I, I, it's due to do with task. I mentioned Taskmaster. It's a. You know, I don't want to give the ending away of this book. But firstly, I lose my testicle. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, and secondly, uh, there's a, the, it leads towards uh, my triumph on Taskmaster, on my amazing, <laughs> that proves, you know, it, it's, it's settled. Who is best is now settled, Ed. So we yeah, don't need to ban, true. we don't need to, you know, fight each other anymore because it's been settled. I am best. The thing is, it should have been a real triumph. But that final shot of you holding up the trophy was just quite tragic, really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll quote you a bit to remind you of the lineup was Kerry Godleman, Lisa Tarbuck, Lou Sanders, me, and my arch enemy Ed Campbell, <laughs> <laughs> the handsome young comedian with a ludicrously successful podcast and a proper TV career. He'd even been chosen to present the Taskmaster podcast ahead of me. What did he have that I didn't have? Oh wait, I just did a whole list. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll you can have, that. you can have a copy. You. That's oh, a preview you. copy. You know, thank if you, you want to give me a quote for it, you can you say he's the best. The best taskmaster. Don't give away the ending. Um, dude, that's uh, out on the You've October You've gone with a tw- quote from Bob Mortimer on the front there, who, yeah. who also came last in his series of Champion of Champions. So It's almost like winning Taskmaster isn't, isn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> Being funny on Taskmaster, is, it turns out, is the most important thing. Um, but, well, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a fun... Let's talk about Taskmaster okay. for, uh, for most of this hour. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel, you know, it, I would love to have done... I would have preferred to do two or three and not one myself. Well, well, I saw someone tweet you this morning saying, if it had gone on longer would, and there had been team tasks, would we like to have been in a team together? Yeah. And like is a very strong word. <laughs> I, d- I was just imagining the situation where I turn up for team day and then you walk through the gate. I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is like Badil squared. <laughs> I think they would definitely have put... It can't be any worse than Daisy Mate Cooper when I walked into the room and I don't think she really knew who I was at all and just thought I was a weird old man who'd wanted it. <laughs> she physically backed away from you. <laughs> And I don't think her opinion had changed by the end of the series. 
Uh, I think it would have, we'd have, we'd have, it would have been funny if we'd been made to do tasks together. It would have been very funny, but you, or you would have joined me at the bottom of the league table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could we have come? Would we have? I mean, because I, I was, I really felt on the day I wasn't going to have a chance to win. So I was really thinking, oh, if I can sabotage it in any way. <laughs> You got your dream. You wanted to come first and me to come bottom. That yeah. was the ideal scenario. It's lovely. You know, but, it, <laughs> but it cost me. Satan took my testicles <laughs> in order to get that. You know, and there's only one left if I'm a champion of champions. Do you think they'll do a champion of champion of champions? I think they will. Yeah. I mean, it'll be in a fair few years. So. Well, 90, uh, 90, 2028, I think it might be. Is oh, when, really? Because you know, they're doing two a year, aren't they? So it's only... They've already filmed 15 series, right? So that's yeah. the next champion of champions can be determined soon. Do you reckon 2028, would you, would you be up for the challenge? If I'm alive... Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, as I was saying to you, even... <laughs> <laughs> five years ago, I was struggling to walk up the hill of the Pleasants on the last day of the fringe. <laughs> so I don't know, in another four or five years, six years. Yeah, I'll be if, in my if that's the first task as well. <laughs> walk up, walk walk up, up this small hill. hill. <laughs> it could be problematic. But I think the, uh, your, your prize task was surely the greatest prize task. I was very happy with it, but I knew I had to come out all guns blazing because I knew about the duck. <laughs> so I knew I, had to, um, I knew I had to send something to space. That was, yeah. the, that was the only option. But it was just, it's just a company that do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did just go, this would be a good idea, Googled it, and then just sent it to them, really. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't sound that impressive when you, when you lay it out, but it looked, it looked it great. Looked, it did look amazing. Have um, you been to Pompeii yet? I haven't been yet. Um, you know, someone suggested it. What, was it you that suggested we go together? Yes. We should go. <laughs> I, mean, we can, I think someone, if someone will film you and me going to Pompeii together. No, because you've already paid for it. Yeah, that's true. I think it would be a really funny idea for us to go to Pompeii together, <laughs> and we'd laugh about it until the moment the plane takes off. <laughs> And then we go, oh, fuck, now we're on holiday together. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we'd have to share a room, right? Share a... Yeah, top, top and tail. Bed. Yeah, top and tail. 69. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for it if you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit tall. You're a bit too tall. I don't know. It's, it must, 69 works with people of different heights. It must do. You don't yeah, know. You don't, I've you never really thought to... about that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Should we try? Should we try it now? I'd have, would I have to? I'd have to sort of yes. king prawn it, yeah, and no, then you lie straight. completely straight. Yeah. <laughs> you could get round, you know, past the ball, round the dark, <laughs> round the dark side of the moon. You could get there. You know, I'd, I'd have more trouble with. Um, anyway, look, we're not going to talk. We're not going to. We're not going to talk a lot about tasks. With I mean, the ball, me, when you when you do get ball stuff. <laughs> When I do the ball stuff, do you want me to concentrate on the one for the exact time I would have concentrated on both of them, or is it just half the time? I'd like you to go across and, and imagine the other one was there. Lap <laughs> <laughs> at nothing. Yeah. It's confusing, because it's, it's shifted to the, the middle. Has it? Yeah, so it sort of realised it's got the bed to itself, and just yeah. thought, I'm, I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going across. It was, wasn't to begin with. I mean, I've definitely said this before, but... It was... Uh, I didn't have a prosthetic put in, which you can, you can do. Yeah. And I elected not to, so I just thought it was silly, because, you know, it's only for me, right? <laughs> it's only for me to pretend I've got two balls. Uh, and, uh, but then, when I first looked at myself in the mirror, one side I was a man, and the other side I was like a tiny, creepy <laughs> person. <laughs> and I thought, I, I may have made a mistake. So I was glad when it... Uh, when it when just... It, you know, evens over. up. Yeah. Just like, it's a little... You know, it's a, it's a bijou. <laughs> Makes your cock look bigger. Even bigger. <laughs> Hang on. In what sense? Well, because there's less. Because look... it look that smaller, so it makes it's an opt <laughs> creates an optical illusion. <laughs> I thought you meant the the ball hangs all the way down <laughs> to the end and sort of elongates things. Yeah, no, it doesn't do. No, that. it just sort of like yeah, it's smaller. And, yeah, because yeah. it's smaller from a distance. Yeah. How many people are looking at your cock from a distance, Richard? <laughs> no one's looking at it close up, I can tell you that. <laughs> my, wife's, my wife's working till like 9.20 and I'm in bed by the time she gets home at the moment. So, no, there's no, no, this is the least action Edinburgh I've had since I grew a beard. I did excavating Rita and I had a beard for excavating Rita and I was a single man 
throughout the entire Edinburgh Fringe. Hang on, you say you got more action when you had a Hitler moustache? <laughs> I did. I did get... Well, I think I was, I was with my... Well, I, I think I was, I was with my wife. <laughs> I was with my wife, who was not yet my wife. And the fact she stuck with me through yeah. that difficult year shows what a pervert she is. <laughs> uh, and she was up here then. Yeah, so she, she didn't mind. She didn't mind the bit of Hitler moustache. Yeah, she's a real Nazi, that lady. Bit of role play. <laughs> The role play it was fun uh, look look I, I may have won Taskmaster but you ever get I mean your your career goes from strength to strength and and uh, taunts me <laughs> you, um, you that's my that's my raison d'etre Richard <laughs> every time I get a job I'm like in your face herring I mean I don't care about the great British menu you can have that one um <laughs> But pointless, I'm very upset about uh, your, yes, your, your inclusion on point news. You're taking over as one-sixth of Richard Osman. Yes, sort of trans- of Richard it's Osmond. like a Transformers thing. The six of you get together yeah, exactly. and then are big I'm, enough to I'm be... I'm his right shin. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's, there's a load of people like guest hosting, so I'm doing a, a fair few episodes, but I've not filmed them yet. Oh, but... I was not wondering if you'd film them. It's going to be hard, right? So it's, you know, it's... Big shoes to fill, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. I managed to resist making that joke in the press release. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's such a, is that, was that, was it a, an immediate yes when you got offered? I mean, oh, I would yeah. have, I'd have said yes. I absolutely love Pointless. Yeah. I'd spend a lot of time watching Pointless. When me and Nish Kumar lived together in a flat in London, we would mainly, when we had not a lot of work going on, just watch Pointless all day. Um, I never saw myself as a potential co-host to the show because yeah. I am quite thick and bad at pointless. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. I'm bringing a more relaxed vibe, I think. They tell you the answers, right, though. You don't have to know. I that. really hope so. <laughs> That's something I should have checked before I said yes. They tell me the answers, please. <laughs> please tell me the laptop's on. <laughs> the laptop isn't on. That's right. Yeah. So if they, the laptop does not work, but I, I presume you have an earpiece. Again, a little an earpiece with the man. Yeah, yeah. I know all the answers. Yeah. I've got the answers. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great to do an episode of Pointless where neither yours under knew what any of the answers yeah. were or, how, or what they were worth and just had to say, I reckon that's... Yeah. Seven. I, I reckon that's probably right. Probably. <laughs> so you sort of have to play as well. And then at the end, it could be a competition between you and the people playing. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. let's bring that in. Yeah. No, Double no, no. pointless. I'll probably just stick to the normal rules. Okay. Well, I, I'm just trying to derail your career. It's, it's a shame that um, Richard's still doing uh, Celebrity Pointless yeah. because... It would be my absolute dream to be co-hosting if you came on Celebrity Pointless. <laughs> I'd make your life an absolute misery. Well, it's, it's, it is anyway when I do Pointless. <laughs> it is generally, but when I do Pointless, it really is. Oh, well, that's, it's very exciting to get that. And uh, Great British Menu. You, well, you've I already mean, said you don't give a shit about that. I don't that. give a shit, but do you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That is, a, that is a dream job. Yeah. Just get to go and sit down for a, like every Friday for like eight weeks and eat about nine meals in a row. <laughs> it's fantastic. And then there's proper judges there, Tom Kerridge and Isha Katona, who really know about food. And they give all these amazing notes and these incredible judgments. And then they look over at me and I've completely finished whatever I'm eating. <laughs> and I go, I'm happy to be here, everyone. <laughs> and then I have to have a nap in my dressing room at lunchtime. <laughs> Well, that's when I go on Sunday brunch, I try to say as little as possible and eat as much as yeah. possible. <laughs> I think one, one time I sort of managed to not really say anything, but just finish everything. Because most people are just picking up. Most of them are sort of pop stars yeah. who are worried about what they're eating. Just <laughs> and then I was drinking. I've stopped drinking now, but when I was drinking, it was great. You could get drunk, drunk on Sunday brunch. You're not allowed to say you're drunk, but you can get drunk. You're not allowed to say you're drunk. You're not allowed to, because then they're, not, they're trying to not encourage you to... Um, you know, encourage people to be drunk on a Sunday morning. <laughs> At 11am on a Sunday. <laughs> you better go, mm, yes, this is a delicious cocktail. <laughs> you must have done Sunday brunch. I have done Sunday brunch, but not for many years, because I do a radio show on Sunday mornings oh, now, so I yeah. can't. I've done Saturday Kitchen more recently. Right. Which is, which is a lot of fun, because you don't even need to stand up, ever. <laughs> You sit at the table and they just bring you shit, and yeah. then you, I, you get really pissed on that one. It's great. Yeah. It's really it's good. good. Yeah, well, I, enjoy, I was on your show recently, and I very much enjoyed it. I was, I was also on uh, uh, John Robbins and Ellis's show as well. And I think both of the both double acts that we've got, you're with Matthew Crosby on your, yes. uh, your show, um, are very, it's, they're very easy to jo- join in. It was a lot of fun to mess around with you guys on that show. Very easy to join in because there is no dynamic to speak of <laughs> within the double act. <laughs> We're both the stupid one. Yeah. 
it's it's a lot of fun that show but yeah. it's we talk such shit that as soon as the show finishes we completely forget everything we've said we get emails going oh just on that thing you were talking about the other day we go absolutely no memory of that <laughs> not at all <laughs> well it's very good do listen what what channels that on radio show? <laughs> what channel what, what radio stations that on what channel do you get that on <laughs> Uh, Radio X. Oh, yeah, Radio X. 8 to 11 on a Sunday morning. It's like Malcolm X, isn't it? Is that, is that it, why it's called you know Radio what? X? It couldn't be further from Malcolm X. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Malcolm X made a lot of great strides for the civil rights yeah. movement. At no point did he insist on playing Arctic Monkeys every hour. <laughs> <laughs> that must be why they were thinking the same thing where he didn't want to have a surname, didn't want to have a name. Yeah, oh, okay. Radio X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought, let's be like Malcolm X. <laughs> By any means necessary, that's the tagline of uh, Radio X-Ray. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's us when we get to the end of the first hour. We've got to get through this show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm going to ask some emergency questions. I, you know, it's tough with you. you don't, you've done this five times before. Uh, I think every time you've been on, I've asked you, not purposefully, at least three times, I've asked you, why hast thou forsaken me? <laughs> Just by coincidence. <laughs> which isn't a very good one to ask. No, it's quite open-ended, isn't so it? So why, why hast thou forsaken me? I've not. I, I hast not forsaken <laughs> you, you Richard. Not. All right, well, no, I, don't, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Where do you get your crazy ideas from? <laughs> yeah, I think you actually have asked me that before. <laughs> okay. Genuinely have asked me that. Okay. I'll ask you this one then. Um, if you were like a caterpillar, but you were you... <laughs> 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 yeah. Right, okay. And you go on. and you went, you get to a certain stage of your life and you go into a chrysalis, dissolve, and then emerge from the chrysalis as yeah. something completely different. Something completely different. But you can choose what you emerge as. What would you emerge from your chrysalis? So as? when I'm the caterpillar, I'm. You're me. you. You're, so you are a caterpillar. You aren't a caterpillar. I am me. You're you, but, you, but the difference is you're going to. I'm going to go in a chrysalis like a caterpillar yeah. and emerge as something else. Yeah. And you can choose the thing. And it could be you as with a. With, you know, with one ball or whatever, or it can be. No, I think I'd like to emerge as me, but with your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like your living face in the side of me here. Like yeah. in, is it in Total Recall? Yeah, that Total happens? Recall, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd like to be Total Recall Ed Gamble with Richard Herring's face in Good. there. That'll make the trip to Pompeii a lot cheaper. <laughs> 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 Fucking difficult at the face scan gate. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sent me a, a tweet of uh, someone's testicle that had been, um, you know, scanned, but it looked like a, it looked like a human, it looked like the, the human face on the cover of the Radiohead album, you know, that face. The scan looked like a human face. Would you like, would you like, one would of I your like testicles replaced with a human face? <laughs> Just reminded me of it, it would be quite good. Um, Why are people tweeting you pictures of testicles? Because they, they're very insensitive. 
They think, oh, Richard went through a big trauma last year. He's probably having post-traumatic stress disorder. Let's rub it in. He's only got one ball. <laughs> he's had cancer. He's only got one. You wouldn't do it with any. You wouldn't do it with anyone else or any other. If someone had cancer, you would go, oh, there's a lung in the news. And I'm, you know, my friend had a lung removed because of lung cancer. Let's send him a picture of the lung. <laughs> That'll cheer him up. They would with you, though. They would with me. If you had a lung removed, I had a lung definitely, removed. yeah. Lung with a face in it, straight away. <laughs> um, if, do, you, do you think the, your obituary photo has been taken yet? Do you think the, the, for the picture that will be on also, your obituary? You've also asked me that. As Have I? I thought that was a new one. So, also, people were tweeting you with um, my Google picture. Yeah. Which is, if you Google me, yeah. a picture, people tell me this every day, a ridiculous picture comes up of me with fake tan on, really yeah. smiling. And it's, I was doing, it was when I was doing that show, Almost Royal, and we had to do press for it. And part of it was we went out to this award ceremony and we did a sketch where I got too much fake tan and then I had to go to an award ceremony, ceremony and uh, meet Dustin Hoffman with loads of fake tan on. <laughs> and every day people were like, Google have done you, mate. You look like a fucking idiot here. It's like, I was professionally being an idiot. Thank you. So that's probably going to be it. If that's the top okay. Google one, it's going to be I'm hoping it'll tan. be the photo that I use of you. For whenever, and I'm going to do it every single time you it's, ever But that's do. not a picture of me, though. It, is it isn't, Richard? but eventually, if I do it enough, it will, people will think it is a picture of you. Yeah. I always do, do a picture of the bloke from Love Island that looks exactly like... I think, was that what he was on that looks exactly like you? But I think the longer it goes, yeah. the, it'll be funnier, because people won't remember who he is after a while. It's, it's funny now. It's already we, started to happen. Yeah. You, I mean, you are the only person still doing this, <laughs> know, by the way. But, I'm playing the long game. Yeah. And that, I think if it's long enough, and then it, that gets you, someone will pick that up and go, oh, but there when, is. You, when you tweeted it today, someone responded going, how long ago was that photo taken? <laughs> it's like, right, not only are you going along with this, it's also a fucking insult going, oh, he's, I've never seen him look like that before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got to find one that I haven't asked you. I checked, I thought I'd checked through. Um, Maybe I just remember them from listening to your podcast. You're a big fan, aren't you, the podcast? Huge fan. Um, if you had to be given oral sex by a dinosaur... No, okay, I've not heard this one. No. <laughs> if you had to be, yeah. and you, but you could choose the dinosaur, what, which, which dinosaur would you like to be mouthed off by? <laughs> Probably any... one of the herbivores, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, that must be very suspicious. Are you worried when you're having... Sex with someone who eats meat that they might eat your penis. It's not well, that. No, no, not with a big indictment. human, but with a, I think dinosaurs are slightly less trustworthy. Well, but you've got to the point where you're having sex with a dinosaur and he's giving you oral sex and you're worried he's going to go, oh, I'm just doing this so I can eat his penis. Well, they're He'll famous. The rest Some of, of them you. are famously evil, aren't they? I don't want to. Although it, there's a danger element there that could be quite exciting. Yeah. Like a velociraptor or something. I but think a Tyrannosaurus also... rex, its hands are so little it would have to use its mouth, right? Yeah, because. <laughs> There'd be no hand stuff, would there? And it would never have been able. It could, a, a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex could never wank itself off. <laughs> wouldn't be able to do it. No. So it wouldn't have no experience of, of wanking. <laughs> so it, it would be better. It could rub or, itself on trees and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Probably um, maybe a Stegosaurus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gentle, nice and gentle. Okay. Can ask some more questions about you in a second, but um, just want to check. Well, which toy did you always want for Christmas but never received, Ed Gamble? Was there a toy you always wanted? I feel you probably got everything you wanted in your childhood. Yeah, my grandma queued to get me Tracy Island, right. which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, there was a there was a water pistol that was voice activated. Oh wow! Don't know if anyone remembers the voice activated water pistol, pistol, and you got a little microphone with it, and you could shout, and then it would fire the. But, I mean, <laughs> fucking pointless. Like, you may as well just use the water pistol. I never got that. You could just shout and fire a normal water what, pistol. What, why, not just, why not just fire a water pistol? Yeah, 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 is, it so, yeah. is it so you could shoot yourself with a water pistol? <laughs> Go! Ah! <laughs> it means that a Tyrannosaurus Rex could use it because his hands are too little. To, his hands are too little. Just got little. I know what it's like. I've got little hands. I know what it's like. And that's, I'm not, if there's any Tyrannosaurus Rexes listening, I'm not having a go. I think the main issue, it wasn't that the Tyrannosaurus Rex had little hands, though. It had little arms. Right? <laughs> that's true. And have, like, really long arms with tiny little hands on it. <laughs> um, I, want, I don't think I've ever uh, asked you about this, but you were in a band called Tethered Priest. Very briefly, yes. Okay. When I was a teenager. 
Um, and you did a song called Love in an Abattoir. Love in an Abattoir. Yeah. Yeah, thought that was good. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what did it involve, the, uh, the song? I, have, I mean, I didn't really think about what the song involved. <laughs> did you write the song or did you just sing I it? I wrote some lyrics for it. Yeah. Um, Love in an Abattoir, Lust in a Cemetery. <laughs> it's sort of a goth, you know, <laughs> a sexy goth thing. Yeah. Goths love fucking in cemeteries. <laughs> Fucking dead bodies. No, each other, but on top of a. T- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know what I didn't know what it meant really. No. But I just thought abattoir was a cool heavy metal uh, word to put yeah. in there. Which not yeah. to be having sex. Yeah, no. 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 So probably some. I mean, I think if you work in an abattoir and you have sex in it, you probably get a sack, don't you? <laughs> you probably do. Or your own kids' TV show. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice, is it? Are you, are you worried about the Edinburgh heatwave? Does it make you fear for the future of mankind? Oh, yeah, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I try, and, uh, I try and not talk about that too much, because okay. people are just trying to have a laugh, aren't they, Richard? Yeah. <laughs> but do you think by not talking about it, we're just making it worse? Yeah, definitely, yeah, but, yeah. but then we're still talking about it, so... <laughs> <laughs> also, there's no aircon in my venue. My, uh, my aircon's broken, so it's very difficult to put out. Yeah. global warming from your mind at that point it is but you know most of us dream of having aircon in our building at all so you know don't show off with your broken aircon it's not showing off saying yeah, I I've could have aircon I should have aircon but I don't most of us are just getting by with what, we, with what we've got in the heat um, I was oh yeah we, we wouldn't want you know you're really running around this stage getting <laughs> it's so um, I was watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail last night. Yes, instead of I heard. Being at the greatest arts festival in the world. But as I say, in the years past, I would just watch Bullseye all day. So <laughs> it's, still, it's still one up from that. How do you think you would fare uh, living um, 1,000 years ago in the past? Do you think, how, what would you do? What would you have been? Am I um, type 1 diabetic? <laughs> Am I... were they, is that where people diabetic 1,000 years ago? Well, they were, but very briefly. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm... <laughs> so I wouldn't fare well, I no. guess. No, but... Um, no, I don't think I'd do well. I, I often think about po- like a post-apocalyptic society and how I, yeah. how I do, do there, and I wouldn't do well at all. I think if it was sort of feudal, I'd, I'd die immediately. Yeah, it's difficult to think of any use yes. that we would be. Especially having watched us both on Taskmaster, <laughs> it shows that we couldn't really do very much with anything. It's like, you know, it's sort of weird. It's such a weird, you know, yeah, there's global warming and fascism and everything now. But we're very lucky to be born in this time, aren't we? All of us. Where there's medicine and... Uh, Medicine's you know, we, good. And we can stay and we can do stupid jobs if we want to. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what I would, I would have been. Because I wasn't very good. You'd have to be good with your hands, right? Mm, no, I guess if you, it depends how uh, if you're like in a rich family or something, I suppose. Oh yeah. But I think you'd be a little horrible, grubby little peasant. Man. <laughs> I definitely would be. We scrabbling around in the dirt, yeah. moving stones. I can move stones. That's what I can do. You could do that. Yeah, I could have done. I could do that. You build little walls and stuff. I could do that. Um, <laughs> now, it, it seems f- like this has really affected you. You went, in, you went somewhere there. You were like, I don't know what I would have done a thousand years ago. How sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes this makes me sad. Sometimes, sometimes this. We had Janine Garofalo on yesterday. It was like I a proper, proper movie star celebrity on we had yesterday. <laughs> I'm just coming down from the high of that. This you, always fucking happens to me on this podcast. <laughs> what? I'm always on after someone you were excited to have on. And you've done loads of research. And then I'm here just for you to have a breath and relax again. Yeah, so it's good. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> Who's the best person you've had on uh, recently on uh, Off Menu? You've get, been getting some big names. Yeah, we've been getting some big names. We've had some some really good people on. Um, I don't really like picking favourites, but no. with the Ainsley Harriet episode from last series is one of my favourites, just because he he really gives you exactly what you want. Yeah, from Ainsley, <laughs> like he just breaks into song for absolutely no reason. <laughs> Love talking to him uh, about when he was on the circuit and his double act, the Calypso Twins. Yeah, yeah. Love talking to him about that. We've got some really, we've got some really good people coming up actually. Um, with Taron Egerton the other day was yeah, great. I saw that, yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, Every, yeah well, everyone's good. They bring their is own. Is there anyone up. that you got coming out? You think this will make Rich Tame very unhappy? Though, yeah, but yeah. Just I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, there is one that you'll be like, oh fuck. <laughs> actually, two. I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> How do you feel about Papadom or bread 
becoming like a, a question that men are, I'm guessing mainly men, are asking people on, uh, on dating apps? When I first heard about that, I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And then I thought, well, no, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's almost exclusively white men in their uh, early to mid-30s are asking, uh, opening with the question, poppadoms or bread. Yeah. Which is not a good opening question on the dating app, I'd say. Are they remaining the virgins they were when they started? I I mean, it's better than asking, have you ever tried to suck your own cock? Which said, don't don't use my questions. No. Which dinosaur do you want to give you a (laughs) blowjob? Don't try it. Someone who's on a dating app, try that. I bet that one might work. If you had to have oral sex from a dinosaur, give it a go. <laughs> if you're on a dating app, um, give it a go. See what... Let me know how it, <laughs> how it goes down. Well, I, you'll be, I'll tell you how it's going to go down. You're going to be blocked from the dating app. <laughs> <laughs> it's either... You've got to make an impression, haven't you? So either straight... It's either bang, straight in. Someone goes, that's a good question. I'm going to think about <laughs> No, they're not. No one's going to think that with the question, if you had to have oral sex from a dinosaur, which one would you choose? All right, not that one. How about if you could burn one building to the ground without harming anyone or being prosecuted for arson, which edifice would you touch? <laughs> How about that as an opening question no, of the day? again, police are being called. <laughs> if you had to have sex in an abattoir or a graveyard, <laughs> which... <laughs> <laughs> Which would you prefer, freshly killed meat or rotting meat? <laughs> it's an interesting choice, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's about rotting people who are buried under the ground so you can't see them but you know they're there, or big bits of cow that are just hanging up. <laughs> Which would you prefer to have sex? <laughs> we don't have to do this on the first date. <laughs> so that's the whole question, it's just a massive paragraph. <laughs> I'm no, I never. They, these all these dating apps came out after I started. Yeah. After I was in a successful relationship. Yes, I'm, I'm really, very yeah. annoyed about that. You are. Yeah, because I'd have liked. That oh, it sounds been, like you would have been great on that. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame they've missed you. But also, there's so many people you can just fire off a few questions like this and, and fail a few times, <laughs> and then just one person go, yeah, I like the sound of this. Uh, there's a guy uh, fucking people in an abattoir. He sounds. <laughs> But that's what you do anyway. Yeah. You, you fire off these questions at people and yeah. then they sit here fucking bemused. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask you another one. Oh, I'll do this one and then we'll go. Then, and then I'll ask you more about your exciting career. <laughs> I, accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally elbowed Denise Van Outen in the face on Channel 5 Celebrity Game Night. What is the worst injury you've directly or indirectly caused to a celebrity or person of renown? Oh, good question. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't. They don't really let me near celebrities. Um. What What happened with Denise Van Alsen? I want to hear I was, more about uh, Well, this. I was. Uh, they and the, on the, it was a bit like sort of House of Games or something like that, but the Channel Five version. And there was a bar in the studio, and they encouraged you to go and drink as often as you know, just go and refill. Just, when you need a drink, just go and get a drink from the bar. So everyone got hammered. And then they did a thing where I can't even remember what the... I was so drunk, I can't remember what the, <laughs> I got properly drunk. And then we had to run around with cushions or something. And, I, as we had, and, we, and, the, and the sofas all were on wheels, so they all started moving around. And I just, I just elbowed Denise Van Aten in the, in the face. Well, I think, I think I hurt her quite badly, but we carried on. Did that make the edit? Yeah, it was in the... Because <laughs> it got mentioned in like one of the previews. I'd sort of forgotten it had happened. But um, yeah, I would elbow That's, in the face. They were using it to sell the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Herring elbowed Denise Van Outen yeah. in the face. You'd watch that, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, if that was a I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to go and yeah. find it straight after this. Um, I think I did a bit of wee on Jamie Foxx once. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> in the urinal or in an abattoir? No, was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was stood next to him at the urinal. Well, and and splash I spl- I'd splash a lot. Do you? Yeah, I'm a splasher. Yeah. Yeah, really forceful, forceful old stream there. Yeah. Very proud of it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wear, like, beige trousers just to show off. <laughs> Did, was there any reciprocal urine splash from Fox? Yeah, we had a big old fight at the end. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, good, good. So what's the new... What is the show? It's called Electric, the show. Do you regret that title, given the energy crisis? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just showing off? To me. I'm on TV now. <laughs> I can have the lights on all the time. <laughs> 
it's actually cheaper to come and sit in my show for an hour than it is to pay for an hour of electricity <laughs> in your true. own home now. So, um, no, I, I, I called it electric because obviously when I had to pick the title, I had no fucking idea what the show was. Yeah. So I picked uh, a fun word, and also we did the photo shoot at um, a sort of neon a neon museum in yeah. Walthamstow. So um, it's got nothing to do with electricity. No. <laughs> Although my tour manager. Uh, <laughs> My tour manager went, we should have something on the stage to make it about, like, electric, to make it feel like this is the show, electric. He went, how about two big banners either side with lightning bolts on them? And I'd say, how much of a Nazi do you want me to look like? <laughs> I tell you what I would do if my show was called, I'd get one of those, uh, those big balls that you put your That's hand on. Good. And then it makes your hair stand up on yeah. it. I'd close with that. <laughs> I go, bring on the ball. And then I touch it. I could still do it if, if I do a show about my ball. Can I go, bring on the ball? Yeah. And I touch. You should have got <laughs> one of those little ones as yeah. a replacement. <laughs> a little Van de Graaff yeah. thing. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Make my pubic hair stand on end. <laughs> now that's an opening line on the dating app. <laughs> I think so. I think that would be... See, people... If having the falsely put in, if you've lost the test, because often a lot of young men... I get testicular cancer. Mm. I'm an unusual old man getting testicular. I mean, in both senses, I'm an unusual old man getting <laughs> testicular cancer, and it's unusual that I've got testicular cancer. But I can see why you would have an extra ball put in out of fear that someone might judge you in the yeah. in the dating capacity. But I actually think it would be quite a good chat up line, wouldn't it? Don't you think? I've only got one testicle. You'd come see that when you're mad. You'd be a, you'd be a, <laughs> if a man said I've only got one testicle and have a little look, see what that's like. Hello? Yeah, I can see. Look, I see. You say, you're saying no. Oh, no. <laughs> you're saying no, and thus that is what, exactly what you mean. Well done, Richard. <laughs> yeah. I can adapt my act to work. In the... um, so is it, what, what, what happens in the show? Is you gonna t- it's on tour. It's been on tour. It's been on tour. You're coming to the year. part of the tour, and then you're touring onwards. Touring onwards. Is there, is there any highlights we should look out for in the show? In the show, just yeah. beginning, it's wall-to-wall highlights. <laughs> um, it's got a really long bit about breakfast. Oh, yeah. I saw you were writing about breakfast buffets. <laughs> yeah. Long, long old routine. Yeah. Even I get halfway through it, and I go, fuck, this is too long. As long as it's all about the toasters in hotel rooms, be, in hotel but things being inefficient, then I'm happy. If no way. If you can do a 45 minute routine <laughs> just about that. I've got one line about no. that toaster. <laughs> That's it. I actually don't think they are either. No. I think they're actually pretty good. Do you? Yeah. I think that's an, I think it's very old hat to make fun of those toasters, and I think the people who make those toasters work really hard. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's hack to do it. But I think it is also correct. But that's why it's hack as well. Yeah, you need to put it through. Well, but you can just put it through twice. It takes a little time. Yeah, but as the old as the old line goes, no, you put sec- it through twice, then it does it too it's much. It's not doesn't second it? time's fine. Yeah, yeah, you do it twice and it's fine. That's my version of the routine. <laughs> put it through once. Hold on, it's just warm bread. Put it through twice. Perfect. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, if you need it a bit browner, put it through a third time. Realistic hack observational <laughs> comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, but I don't like having breakfast in hotels. Is it? Do you not? No, because I feel, I still feel that you've got to eat as much as you possibly can. Yeah. And, and I'm trying not to do that anymore. If I was ever in a hotel, especially if I hadn't, even more so if I hadn't paid for the hotel. Yeah. If I'd go to anywhere, and this goes right back to like being at the start of your career where you've got no money and you go somewhere and it's free food and you think I've got to... I, I literally have to eat as much as I can so that I can live to next week. But so like, if I miss one some... big breakfast that would get you through the whole <laughs> yeah. week, like I've a python. If I've got somewhere there's free food and you, you, I feel like you, for, you, for value, you have to eat as much as you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, but I don't. But then I get, you know, and all the breakfast foods are the worst foods for, for putting on weight. You don't need to worry about that, Richard. Don't worry about putting on weight. Your life's over. It's fine. <laughs> You've got a lovely family, you've got a comfortable career, just get big and fat and happy and then die. <laughs> I want to, but you know, my, my very near-death experience of last year uh, has made me want to stay alive at least until my kids are old enough to remember who I was. <laughs> so that it hurts them when they die. <laughs> I, a, I genuinely thought, is it better that if I just die? If I die now, yeah. my son won't remember. He was three. Yeah, he yeah. won't even remember me. That's better, right? Than if I... And then there'll be, the, be a new daddy. Yeah, there'll, there'll definitely be a, be a new daddy. There'll be a new two, bo- two bald daddy. So it's, 
it's it's better for him though, right? That yeah. he doesn't remember me at all. I think yeah. my daughter, she was uh, like six. She you know she'd sort of remember me as a guy who just did too many farts. That's it. <laughs> And so it'd be better for her. So, like, by extending my life even this extra year, I've kind of ruined their lives. Yeah, well done, man. Yeah. Because I should have thought of other people. <laughs> I just thought, you know, I, don't, I didn't want that. I didn't want someone drinking my whiskey, and I wasn't even drinking. I just didn't... I'm not, I've stopped drinking. I've got some nice whiskey, and I don't want some other guy coming into that my house. So that'll be your last act before you die, pouring all the whiskey down the <laughs> yeah, sink. Smash... <laughs> Smashing the bottles to pieces. So I've got some nice whiskey, but I don't, I don't know if I'm ever... Do you, do you, you're still drinking? Yeah, I love a drink. Yeah. Yeah. You managed to stay very fit. You were, you, I saw a picture of you. I was looking through reviews, and there was a picture of you that I thought was like, oh, he's done some funny sketch. <laughs> <laughs> he's put on like a ridiculous yeah. fat suit, because I thought it was a... You know, and then it I really realized... but the old pictures of me genuinely look like I'm in a sort of mid-noughties film. Yeah. Of wearing a wearing a bad fat suit, yeah. exactly. It really does. Yeah, but you've you've lost the weight and kept the weight off, and your entire job is food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I I try and exercise. I try and exercise yeah. a lot. Yeah. I didn't know you'd brought me on here for advice. <laughs> well, I'd like advice. I, I managed to run the first two days of Edinburgh. I went, I ran around the meadows the first two days. Yeah. And I, and I, the first day I ran, ran once. The second day I ran, ran twice. And I thought, this is turning into my Frere Rocher yeah. routine. <laughs> by, the, by the end of Edinburgh, I'm going to be running 500 miles. Um, but then I just have, hadn't had the energy to do it again since... Yeah, but you did it at the beginning. That's fine, man. Yeah, I did too. Did too. Then I was, oh. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. Right. You're right. I should, I, should, I, should, <laughs> I should be better for him. All right, so you were in a show called Hunted. Is that, that's not been on yet, though. That's not been on. But you were... You Celebra- were sort of... Celebrity Hunted for Stand Up to Cancer. Right. Me and James Acaster. On the run from the Hunters. Yeah. How so you, you can get... imagine how that went. <laughs> I mean, from the th- from that you were sort of on the radio on your own show, taunting them, yes. saying, "Come and get me! Here I am! Basically. Come and get us! Here we are!" But they sort of knew where you were. Yeah, it turns out that was a bad if they idea. Catch you, if they if they catch you straight away, that's not a very interesting program. I it? don't think they wanted to catch people straight away. No, no. like so. I mean, I can't, I can't give away too much, but we escaped. Everyone sort of escaped from a prison in Shrewsbury. Right. And I feel like if they'd wanted to scoop us up immediately, they absolutely could have done. <laughs> us specifically. It was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I, think, I think people are going to enjoy it. But I mean, however you think, however good you think James Acaster would be at being on the run from Hunters, that's how good he was at being on the run from Hunters. <laughs> And are you boys getting on okay, you and James? Yeah, we get on very well, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. No divisions there, no... No, we're too old for that. You're not. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we only started doing Off Menu together in 2018. We right. were always like, we're well, well into our 30s. It's, yeah. We're just, we're mates more than anything, so, yeah. For now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Andrew Collins like, went together when we were in our 40s. And, yeah. You know, that, went, that went wrong. So yeah, but you're, you're, you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> James Acaster's not mad. Oh yeah, he's yeah, mad he's... In, a, in an adorable way. Is he doing all right, James? Is he he's okay? doing great. Yeah, yeah good. I, no, I worry about you boys. <laughs> yeah, the pressures of fame. It's difficult. It's difficult to keep going. Um, how are you feeling about um, Mock the Week being uh, coming to an end? Well, I'd sort of stopped doing. I'd stopped doing it. I hadn't yeah. done the last couple of series, so I I feel like. <laughs> I feel pretty smug, actually. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm thinking, well, of course, as soon as I left, that was uh, <laughs> the BBC were like, we should look at knocking this on the head soon. <laughs> no, it is, it is sad that it's going. I think it had an amazing run. That's what not enough people are talking about. The sort of 17 years on TV is incredible. Um, and what is sad is that they, they, they're really good at booking, booking people who don't have TV credits yeah, yeah. and getting new comics on and giving them a really good... It's a really good credit to have to have on a poster, so it's sad that that, that won't be around anymore. It did, so especially in, more recently, it felt like they really made an effort yeah. to, to, to bring in you. Because I think there was a period where it felt like it was the same faces, you know. Yeah, when they were like proper regulars. Yeah. Like there was like four regulars at one point, I think. So yeah. there were only so many spaces they could fill. But the last few series have just been like people doing their first TV stuff. And, yeah. and it's a, it was a big show. It's still, it's still a big show. It still had good, good ratings. 
despite what some weird right-wing articles would have you believe. <laughs> it's an amazing article going, at its peak, Mock the Week had one, uh, two million viewers, and now it hovers around 1.5. <laughs> You're like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I, never, I was never invited on to Mock the Week. No. You're not really a short joke guy, though, are you? Yeah, I'm quite short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I reckon I could have done it. Yeah, you would have been great. I could have done it. Have you seen... Well, there's still, there's still like six or seven episodes uh, yeah, left, so I think. Try... Have you seen old um, John Majors, what he's been up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's he done now? <laughs> he's, been bit, he's been quite grey, hasn't he? <laughs> the audience are too young to remember yeah. who John Majors is. <laughs> well, let's, let's do some scenes we'd like to see now, then. Because yeah. you, make, you make them up on the spot. Okay, so, um, I'm good at that. <laughs> Unlikely things to hear on a travel show. Go on. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) I've killed a baby. (laughs) Oh, I wish you had done it. (laughs) What I'd have done is no preparation at all. Yeah. Just seeing what pops out. That's what I did on uh, the news quiz. I was only allowed on once. Um, I, might, I might have done that twice. Um, so yeah, that's all I've got for you. <laughs> you can knock off early if you like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to go to Pompeii, done that. Where'd you, where'd you get, where do you get your crazy ideas from? I don't so remember. disrespectful. I don't remember what you said. Right, I'm going to ask you another emergency question. Uh, I'm sure I had a, another good new one. Oh, was that one about the... That's it. <laughs> It's We'd like going over to your uncle's house. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a special... I've put them in a special book now, the emergency yeah, questions. See that? All laminated. It, it's just stuck in with sanitation. Yeah. <laughs> you've, gone, you, you've gone mad, Richard. Would you, would you rather go to Christmas Island or Easter Island? I don't really know what goes on on those islands. Uh, they have Christmas Island, they have... <laughs> turkey... <laughs> And Father Christmas and stuff on Easter Island, they have chocolate eggs. I prefer, I prefer Christmas to Easter. Okay. If that's, that's not the, not that's the, not the question, that's not is it? Yeah. <laughs> Easter Island, they have like those big heads. Yes. Christmas Island was discovered on Christmas Day. And that's why it's called Christmas yeah. Island. I think maybe Easter Island's called that for the same reason. I don't want to presume. Any, ex, any island experts in today? No. Usually anyone anyone usually, in today? Usually quite... <laughs> Usually quite an intelligent audience. Is that Matthew, Cro- is that Matthew Crosby in there? No. <laughs> no, all of your audience look like Matthew Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many members of Blazing Squad can you name? Oh, God. That's such a good question. Thank you. Oh, I used to be able to do so, so many. Have you got them written down there? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I've, not, I've not only not got them written down, I don't know <laughs> and what any of them are. I look them up. All right, I just make them up each time that I do it. Twelve. They're tw- you can name twelve. Yeah. All right, name twelve. Ah. That wasn't the question. <laughs> Kenzie? Yeah. I think there was one called, like, Strider. <laughs> that's, that's the Mutant Ninja Turtles, isn't it? N- no, that's okay. Shredder. Oh, yeah. Um, man- Mango? Mango. <laughs> Mr. Mis- uh, Mr. Timkins. <laughs> Filippo, I think. Filippo. Filippo. Well. Yeah. <laughs> wonder what they're up to now. Um, the, uh, uh, w- which celebrity, apart from me, have you been uncoolest in the company of? Apart from you. Apart from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Was he on your podcast he was but also I'd, I'd met him before when i was 14 and uh i went to a slipknot signing at virgin megastore on oxford street and we got there five hours early and then they came out they walked through the shop and i i ran at him and i was probably about six stone heavier than i am now and he's quite a short man and i threw myself at him and launched and i just heard from under the horrible mask oh my god <laughs> this is my mark chapman moment <laughs> This oh, is no. <laughs> I'm going to be killed and no one knows what my actual face looks like. <laughs> and I, I, I thought I'll tell him that story when I interview him yeah. and he did not enjoy that story. 
Did he remember you, or did that happen to him a lot? No, I think it must have happened to him yeah. a lot. Yeah, but he, he was not. He was not bothered by the story. I okay. don't think. But you, a wonderful man, very funny. You man. presented the heavy metal awards. Was that this year? I presented the Kerrang Awards. The, yeah, that's it. The heavy yes. metal awards. It's not a heavy metal awards. Okay. It's the Kerrang awards, awards. Is the awards people who like really terrible music? No, Kerrang's a great, a great publication, yeah. and it's not all heavy metal now. There is sort of a lot more of a broader, more inclusive magazine. It was a very cool night. Okay, it was a very cool night. Green Day were there. I saw Green Day. Okay. Um, Fallout Boy nodded at me. Um, uh, one of Weezer was there. Not the one. <laughs> not the one I wanted to be. Okay. <laughs> it does. I'm, I'm, I made a joke about. Um, uh, Marilyn Manson being a serial domestic abuser and being on the cover of Kerrang! for many years and that didn't go down well with the editor. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be invited back as a result? I'm not sure. I hope oh. so. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Got to hang out, meet some cool bands. What, what's good about heavy metal though? Why do you like it? <laughs> well, uncle. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's a very, it's like, it's a very 1980s thing to like, you're a young man. No, but you're, what are you thinking of? You're thinking of, I mean, heavy metal as a genre is the sort of 70s and 80s, like Iron Maiden, like yeah. Ronnie James Dio. And I do, I do love all of that stuff. Um, but like metal as a genre is experimental. It goes many layers deep. It's a, it's a forward moving genre. It's exciting. There's a lot of subgenres, Richard. There's a subgenre for you in there somewhere. The problem is, I think all music is shit. <laughs> all music. Do you not like any music? No, I mean, I don't like it that much. <laughs> that, I would, that, I, that I would base anything upon it. I think sometimes it's not, oh, that was an interesting experience. What do you, would, you listen to, would you sit down and listen to music, or would you put music in headphones and go for a walk or whatever? There, occasionally. Yeah, and what, what would you put on? I mean, not Ben Folds and, and... There you go. And who else do I like? I'm not really very much... My kids listen to stuff now, so that's all I... Katy Perry's all I really listen to at the moment. Yeah. And that just annoys me because it's all about spunking cocks. It literally is. Every one of her songs is about spunking cocks. The only one I can think of is and Firework, it, and there we go. Firework is about spunking cocks. Do you want to see, I want to see your peacock, cock, 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 cock. You heard that one? No. I want to see... I, I, want, I want to see, see your peacock, cock, 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 cock. Just go on, I want to see your cock. But it just puts P. I want to see your peacock, cock, 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 cock. And you play this to your children. I sat in a car with my then three-year-old daughter who liked it, and my mother and my mother-in-law and father-in-law... <laughs> Listening to this filth, <laughs> becoming aroused by it. <laughs> I just think, you know, I, I don't... I, what I think with music is it's seen as being cool, and a lot of the people who would say, um, you know, they, they would say, like, and, and character-defining. That's, that's what I really hated about it as a kid. If right. someone said, I like Phil Collins, you'd go, well, you know, I'm not going to be your friend then. Which was, it was a pretty good rule of thumb, but it did. It's... it's <laughs> But like, if you're saying, if those people who think, oh yeah, I'm into all this music and it's cool, if you went, I support York City and I think they're great, they go, oh, do you think, do you think because you support York City that, you know, that makes you part of the team? You think, going, we, we're doing it. And they do the same thing. We'd be going, no, I like this band. And you go, you're not in the fucking band, mate. You're just a, you're just a supporter of the band. Yeah, but when you say, oh, about York City, you go, yeah. oh, we're going to win. Yeah. No one says, oh, we're, we're playing at the Hammersmith Apollo tonight. <laughs> but it's the same thing where you think liking something defines your character and defines who you are. It if does, you're in the band, If you're in the band, yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like if I go, I like Ed Gamble, he's a great comedian. That doesn't make me Ed Gamble. <laughs> However much you try. <laughs> um, I, think there's, I think there's a subgenre for you somewhere. We're okay. going to find a metal band you like. Okay. So, and I think it's probably better to play to your kids than, than Katy Perry. Yeah, by the well, it's definitely, be- definitely better than that. So, next time you're in the car with your kids, I think you should pop on the debut Pupil Slicer album. Okay. <laughs> I think they'll love it. I'll, I'll give it a go. I listen to, I'm, at the moment, I'm listening to Femina by uh, Yanina Ramirez. That's what I do when I walk around, which is a, is a book about women in history. Oh, so, and I think, oh um, you're so great, Richard. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> I think that makes me a very interesting person. And uh, essentially, I've written that book because I've listened to it. You're such an ally, Richard. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to listen to that when you walk home after asking that lady if she wants to see your one ball. (laughs) 
Bye. <laughs> My favourite bit so far is where Professor Yanina Ramirez talks about how many cocks there are on the uh, Bayo tapestry. <laughs> that was, that's, yeah, that's, of course that, it is. That was the best bit. Of it. <laughs> so I think there's, it's, a, it's yin and yang, in it? It's yin, yeah, yin yeah, and yeah. yang. That's what I say. How many are there on the Bayo tapestry? Uh, there are more than you think. Uh, a lot of them are horses, cocks. Yeah. Uh, There's the one in Harold's eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the King William has the horse of the biggest cock. Right. King Harold has the horse of the second biggest cock. So he gets, quite, he gets a lot of respect yeah. <laughs> on the Bayo tapestry. Uh, it isn't him who gets... Uh, that's, it isn't him with the arrow in his eye. And the arrow it might have been added later. Uh, he's, he's the one at the end who's being... He's fallen over and being hacked. They've actually proven it. Now. Right. Um, and that, that go, conflates with the stories of the time that he had part of his thigh cut off. I don't know if that's his cock as well. Uh, there's only about four human cocks on there. But they were all stitched by nuns. <laughs> nuns. <laughs> nuns stitched those cocks in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's what I've learned from Femina. The... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you need to remember I is pricks up on You're the doing a lot of reading, a lot of listening, yeah. and we appreciate that, Richard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a shame isn't it, that women aren't more represented in history, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a shame there aren't more cocks on the Bayer Tapestry. You trying to make a feminist point going, why aren't there more fannies on the Bayer Tapestry? <laughs> <laughs> There's very few women on the Bayer Tapestry, even though it was created by women. There's only about four or five women. There are more cocks than women on the, on the Bayer Tapestry. <laughs> It's like one of your shows. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We've done an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been lovely to see you. Where, where can people find out about your tour? Because you've sold out in Edinburgh, of course. I have, but I'm doing an extra show tonight, actually. So oh, if you... anyone who is specifically here right now would like to come and see the show uh, at 10.30 tonight at the Assembly George Square Theatre, you can. That's my bedtime. Yeah, you know, you can't come. Uh, edgamble.co.uk for my tour details and listen to Off Menu and listen to um, Radiacs with Matthew Crosby and all that all okay. that jazz. And we'll arrange that Pompeii trip. And I want to say, while I'm still alive, if I do die before 2028, I would like you to be my wingman for yes. a champion of champions. And I think it could be a great story where you come back from being so bad at <laughs> and with me with my spirit I'll, uh, if, if I can come back as a ghost I'll come back as a ghost I'll haunt you and I'll get I'll get in you I'll get in you in, a, 60, me. in a 69 position yeah as a, as a ghost yeah you'll be so when I'm in the studio <laughs> you'll be upside down as a ghost on me yeah. while I'm trying to do Taskmaster and then I can come or I could just get just before I die I get my face transplanted like you wish <laughs> So that I live, and then you could reveal as you get the... Where, how big do you think the champion of champion of champions trophy is going to oh, be? Oh, yeah, what's it going to be? Because it's so big. The, I would have brought it with me, but I would have had to leave one of my kids at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just for this moment to wheel out. Uh, so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, give a massive round of applause. This is sixth time on the show. Ed Gamble, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers, guys. Uh, we're sold out tomorrow, but do come and see us at the weekend. Thank you very Thanks. much. Goodbye. You have been listening to The Hullestopper from the Edinburgh Fringe with me, Richard Herring, and my fantastic guest, who I know you know who it was. I'm not going to tell you again. You're not stupid. Thank you to Scamp Regard for playing this music. I'm indebted to my technician and friend, Reese Thomas. I'm also indebted to Chris Evans, not that one, and to all fantastic crew at the ballroom, at the assembly rooms, and everyone at the assembly rooms in Edinburgh. What a fantastic lot of people you are. Thanks for all your help. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFastTheStripe.com production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Thanks for listening. RichardHerring.com slash gigs. GoFasterStripe.com for all my books, downloads, all that sort of shizzle. Oh yeah, I know all the cool words. And um, would love to see you on the, on the Can I Have My Ball Back tour if you can make it. Bye.